Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 219. I have one of my past guests, one of my special guests, my one of my cousins, one of my good, good cousins. I can't, man, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, interviewing him. My guest for today is Mario Gomez, the host of the Rugged 33 podcast. Mario, what is up, brother? Nothing much, man. Good to be here, dude. It's been a while. I think the last time we did a podcast together was uh, right in the middle of the pandemic. And then before that, I w- we were in the LBC at some brewery. Trademarks. Uh, we did a live one. So now it's good yeah. to be here, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's man, you know what? It's It's been a minute. And, you know, Mario, we have so much to talk about because, you know, everything was good, but... And when this COVID really happened and a lot of situations like shut down, man, I'll tell you one thing, you, you'll find yourself really, really quick. And I, and there was a lot of people who I thought were my friends and they turned out to be foes. And there was things that I needed to work on. And, and when the setback happened, um, this was an opportunity, Mario, to reset our button, to figure out who are we and what am I doing wrong and how can we change this and how to be and how to better ourselves in in situations like this and there's certain people not all just some that they change their ways into into a positive direction or uh, maybe some people didn't change their ways and it got worse yeah yeah it it seems like through the pandemic like things were magnified, whether you were, if you were cool, you're going to be cool. But if you were a, a dirtbag, mm-hmm. like it, it's come out. But the cool thing is, is that we don't have to live in those situations. You know, we could definitely, um, you know, we, we know who our friends are, who our family are, and just try not to focus on them. When I, tr- when I focus on dead things, whether a mm-hmm. dead relationship or a dead thought, mm-hmm. sometimes, uh, I mean, like, think about it in the physical, bro. Like, mm. if you saw me touching a dead cat, you'd be like, cousin, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. So why is it that we go bad to dead relationships? We go back and we touch it. We go back to dead thoughts. We try and resurrect them and they're dead for a reason. Yes. And so, you know, because of that, I'm just learning, like, I'm in this new season of life. Since the last time we talked, I'm in Modesto, Northern California now, probably about mm-hmm. an hour, an hour away from San Francisco. So I'm up here and uh, I'm doing good, man. Just um, my kids, you know, Sunny's still down in uh, La Mirada. She's in college, Eastside. Hey, I just became a grandpa like 10, 10 minutes ago for the, well, for the third time. Eastside had a, another little boy, man. Damn, man! Yeah. Gee. Uh, three, three grandkids, and hey, I'm proud of you, man. It's just like ah, you know, that's something where with me, I have four kids, and yeah. uh, you know, they're gonna get older, and once I have a grandchild, I'm gonna be like, man, well, here comes all the gray hairs, right? Well, the crazy thing about it is, it's it's like, um, you know, people are like, how old are you? And I'm like, dude, I'm 46, and they're like, you don't even look like you look in your late 30s, early 40s. You know, how could you be a grandpa? But yeah, today uh, Ezekiel was born. So I got I got Itse, Yasiel, and now Ezekiel. I call it the Gomez trifecta. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's all good, man. Things, things are going really good. But 
yeah, that that's 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 really what's going on new in my life. And actually, I just appreciate coming on, dude. I'm as you know, I'm getting ready to go to Central Asia. I leave in two weekends. Yeah, how long are you gonna stay there for? I'm gonna be there for 14 days. Okay. Um, I first fly into Turkey, um, and that that alone is like a 13 hour flight. Mm-hmm. And then the next flight is, I think it's 12 into Kyrgyzstan. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'll be there for 14 days straight and then mm-hmm. headed back home. But it's a, it's an exciting time. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, uh, I think the last time we had talked about, I had, you know, been to different countries like China, Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now it's going to Central Asia, man. Well, what what made you decide to go to these certain countries? Because I know, um, you know, rest in peace to your dad. Your your dad was a very good uh, person, and he he did a lot of missions. Is yeah. is that where you're following your dad's footsteps? Well, you know, with that, sometimes uh, I, I like to say um, missions has always been in my life, mm-hmm. um, uh, but at the same time, I know that to fill those shoes. And that that put a lot of pressure on me. So, just finding my own way. Do I do I believe I'm going to go out on missions more? Absolutely. Um, it's just it just breaks your heart to see people out there like, dude, like th- this is a real fact. More than half the people in the world are living on less than two dollars a day. I know, man. That's sad. You know what I'm saying? And so, really, right now, I'm focusing on. Um, abused children orphans and an abused woman the most uh abused person in the world today are actually women and mm-hmm. so i shouldn't say actually but it's woman and it's, it's really sad and so what what we do is we not only do we bring which christians say the gospel which is the good news but we mm-hmm. also bring um we also bring resources and so we come alongside we help out people, man. We we try to love far, deep, and wide. Yeah, man, that's good. Um, because I know there's a lot of child trafficking. There's a lot. They, my one of my friends, he had a he had a global of the whole world, and each country were certain things like child labor, child yeah. trafficking, and stuff like that. And and, and you no, know, we're we're living in 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 a society, and and where it's like a lot of stuff is it's coming out of the woodworks and a lot of, a lot of people are being woke Mario. And it's, 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 it's a lot of info to gather in your head, but a lot of it's just like, it's, it's very sickening, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. Like last week alone, over a hundred thousand children died of hunger related diseases. In mm-hmm. addition to that, hundreds of thousands trafficked for exploited for sexual exploitation. Yeah. So it's uh, like, I get it. We're going through a pandemic. I get it. Um, You know, people are like, why do you have to go to other countries? No, I do at home here as well. It's not Mm -hmm. just me. You know, I believe in we got to take care of our home, but we also have to love our neighbor, you know, Mm. and and my neighbor happens to be, um, you know, other countries as well. And I think a lot of times we focus on us, you know, we, we have a lot of um, selfish, narcissistic, sometimes ways. And what I what I find is the more that um, I, I, I spread the love, you know, the good news, um, 
I, I tell you what, man, it affects people and, um, and long haul. And so, you know, that's, that's what we person at a time. Yeah. Oh yeah. You try to do, everyone's trying to try to be positive and, you know, like, you know, like we, we, you talked about in your podcast, you know, there's narcissist people out there and, uh, you know, that's the thing. I always look up that term and, uh, I really want to be around positive people. I, but I, you know, to be honest, Mario, I always been a loner because, you know, it's hard to trust people these days because you don't know what their attentions are. And, it, and to me, it's, 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 it can, it's, it's hard, you know, it, it's really, really hard. And, uh, you know, with me, I just more, I'm just more focused on with work, uh, with, with the podcast and with the family and just, and just trying to live, you know, day by day. And, you know, because, you know, a lot of things are changing in this world. And, and sometimes in a way, what you see on social media, like you talk, talked about the child trafficking and everything and, and a lot of stuff that I shouldn't be seeing it, it can really, uh, it can really mind mess you up, you know, bro, I'm, I'm telling you when, when I see children, okay, so maybe this will help put some perspective. Okay, um, I'm a I'm a grandpa. I'm a dad. Um, mm-hmm. I have nieces and nephews. Yes, and dude, every night, every every day, there's thousands of children being exploited right now as we speak. And mm-hmm. and, and my nieces and my nephews and my family we're safe and we're good, but what about those children that are not? Yeah. And so that's what, you know, people ask me like, what, what pushes you? Is it dangerous? Yeah, it's dangerous. You know, is it, is it difficult? Yeah, it's difficult. But what pushes me is that just being able to, to first share the hope of Christ, the good, mm. which we call the good news. Yes. And then also alongside of that, bringing resources to help children, whether it's a safe house for women or children, whether it's food. I mean, I remember being in Bangladesh. We, there was, there was two academies that were built for children. And the crazy part about that is that these kids, bro, I just, we, we gave them, I have videos of, of we're, they have these little, um, water guns, like the cheap ones from like Dollar Tree, not even from like Target. And they were so mm-hmm. happy and excited, bro, uh, for even <laughs> pencils. Like it's so poor. It, it, they, were, they were just so poor. And not only with resources, but in spirit, because you're talking about them being abused, bro. You're talking about being taken advantage of every day, every night. And so these kids um and and women being exploited this is you know people are like you're going to kyrgyzstan yeah it's on the border of it borders china it borders russia and Mm -hmm. all the other little stands but if you look at china they you know they were killing off a bunch of babies girls and so it's a country with hardly any men Uh, i'm sorry hardly any woman and so Mm -hmm. what they're doing is they're trafficking from uh, uh, China is trafficking a bunch of women into their country. Oh yeah, they're coming from like uh, I think North, North, Korea, North Korea, South Korea. Yeah. 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 So it, and it's happening. It's happening. Right, and it's 
is happening in your backyard. Yeah, yeah. And so it's yeah, and people aren't talking about it. Is it an emergency? It is an emergency, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of our kids, they're safe. They sleep well. They're doing good. But there's kids right now that are being sexually exploited. It's crazy. We're living in crazy times. And yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, you remember when we were little, Mario, we go to church and you get those little pamphlet, little booklets of, you know, those uh, those rectangles, those little booklets that tell you revelations and this. Yeah. And there is one where this, it, oh man, it's, it's, it gets a little emotional because of this book, it, 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 it really, it talks the revelation where this kid was poor, you know, he was abused, sexually abused and everything. Yeah. And he, he, um, he was abused and he had nowhere to go. And uh, in the last of the, in the end of the book, you know, he was in an alley and no one cared about him and he died. And, and he was, he was trying to find warmth and comfort under a, a box and he died. No one cared. And it showed in the end that the angel came down and uh, it picked him up. So, Hey, you don't have to suffer here on earth. We're going to take you up into heaven. Right. Oh my gosh. That was so traumatizing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, damn. No, I, I remember which one you're talking about. The yeah. thing is, is, you know, people will ask like, dude, you believe in God, but if, if he's such a good God, why is there, why, why is there sexual exploitation? Why is mm. there, hungry you know hunger why why is it that last week alone fifty thousand people died of aids why is Ugh. it that two people you know that people live on two dollars a day more than half in the world that why is there people are hungry and poor why do bad things happen even to good people well first of all um god gave us free will you could choose to believe in him or not like mm-hmm. don't you know what i'm saying don't get mad at me you could choose to believe in him or not Yes. And and if you don't believe in him, why are you mad? Yeah. Well, you know, why are you mad? Dude, I'm just trying to bring hope and love and, and grace. You know, I'm not trying to be judgmental and bring religion. I'm talking about relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and when you look at, I, I think me and you, we know how it is to be misrepresented. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So how much more Christ, like people want to be like, oh, you Christians, you know, you guys are so judgmental. No, not every Christian is the same, right? Mm-hmm. Not every Christian is the same, just like not every Catholic is the same or Buddhist is, or people. We're people who are broken, hurt, lost, right? We have issues. We all got issues. We're all hypocrites in one way or the other. The cool thing is, is that we, you know, you could believe in a God. You have free choice, free will to believe in him. So can God stop somebody from being sick? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But he gives us all free will. Mm-hmm. Like if I walked up to you and I socked you in the face, I have free will to punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But is it a good thing to do? No, it's not a good thing to do. Could God stop it? Absolutely. But he gives us all free will. And this is things happen to good people. Life happens. People get sick. People die. You know, there's this guy that like walked into this, this, um, it, it was years ago. He walked into church, a church in Texas and, and he, he killed a bunch of people. Could have God stopped him? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did he? No. Why? Because he gives us all free will. So listeners, you have a free will either to believe in him or not believe in him. You know, I'm not going to, 
I'm just I'm just sharing with you. I'm just, I'm sharing yeah. with you, Steve. You know that we all have free will. We all have choice. Yeah, um, I know. When you talked about free will, you know, we talk about all the people that try to make it and they didn't either. They they died of grief. You know, they 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 committed suicide or they even died of the COVID. You know, right? Um, there's there's a lot of things I don't I I try not to talk about because. Uh, you know, a lot of good friends and a lot of families. I I, I can't mention, but it's a little personal. But you know, I yeah. lost over close to the close to twenty two people from this. You know, and uh, it, it's it's hard. You know, it, it just makes me it gets me a little worried. It makes me kind of like, you know, I'm kind of lucky that I'm still here. You know, I'm still alive. Yes. You're still alive, and 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 the ones that passed away they weren't the lucky ones. And I was like, man, it just, it, it, sometimes in a way, I just, I don't want to deal with the past. I just kind of want to just keep on working, keep on doing the podcast and stuff like that, because I don't want to get into that, that grief mode or that depressed yeah. mode where I lost some good friends and, you know, from, from, you know, died from COVID. Yeah. No, no. And that's, a, you know, a good place to be is of course we should, we should be, we should be moving healed. Yes. Right. Because mm-hmm. if not, then it, it affects our perspective in life. Yes. And even if you don't talk about it, it's going to come out one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so moving forward, like, and what I, what I'm hearing from a lot of people is like, people are fearful, bro. They're just not sure. Look at our economy. Look at what's going on with COVID. Dude, our just our country alone is so divided, even just on you know, on getting the vaccine or not. Yes. Yeah. You know oh yeah. Like oh yeah. It, it, I mean, you know, people are moving out of our state to go to other states because of the shit. So people are like fearful, they're they're not sure of the known of the unknown. They're like, man, what the heck is going on? And so the cool thing is, 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 you know, when you have faith and you have hope, you could hold on to that. And people will be like, oh, man, you're weak. You're weak that you have to hold on to some type of faith. And I tell people, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like, I have hope, just like you do, that when I wake up in the morning, that I'm actually going to wake up in the morning, that I have breath. Because both me and you know, we've lost friends and family from COVID. Yeah. And you know, I was in the hospital for three days with COVID. I was on the yeah. oxygen for like a month and a half. Oh, and it was man. only by the grace of God that I'm here. Dude, I was serving, when COVID happened, I was serving as a chaplain. A chaplain's like a minister for the hospital. So yes. they go and see the sick people. We mostly talk to people. Sometimes we'll pray for people. It's all to them. The Most of the times we talk with people. And so I was serving and then I ended up with double lung pneumonia Ugh. in both. Uh, dude, like I couldn't even breathe right. It was like I ran a mile just to go to the bathroom. I'd be heavy breathing. I'd be sweating like a dog. So I end up in the hospital. And, and I'm not lying, bro. I was in there three days by myself. By myself, I didn't Scary know times. Whether, whether I'm going to live or die. They give it. They gave me convalescent plasma, but because I'm a believer in Christ, I also believe 
the doctors and nurses, they did what they had to do. I did what I had to do. And God did the miracle where I was able to walk out of there in three days. So, dude, put it this way. I'm on, here I wasn't even sure if I was going to make it out. Because in Bakersfield, at the hospital I was working at, this is true. They didn't even put it. Uh, I had I have pictures. They didn't even put it in the news. In Kern County, what they did was they were shipping people out to different hospitals surrounding places because Bakersfield was at capacity. I worked at the hospital. I can't say which one it was. So the national, they called the National Guard in. Wow. National Guard was telling people, I know it wasn't on the news or anything, the, the National Guard, you would have to see the National Guard and they would say whether or not they could they could um, work on you or not. Wow. Yeah. So so now this is the thing. I don't want us to live in fear. We're not supposed to live in fear. And think about it. When we're kids, what does fear do? It paralyzes us. Yeah. Right? It, it mm-hmm. made it. Remember when we were kids, we didn't want to jump off of our bed because the, the thing under the kukui underneath the bed. Right. (laughs) Fear paralyzes us. And that's what's happening to us. That's what's happening to our country. We're being paralyzed by fear. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we're supposed to live reckless. I don't live reckless, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but there's there's the we we just can't live in fear. Fear paralyzes us. We will not be able to move forward. We will not be able to live. And I'm about living. I'm a, I'm about living, man. Dude, we lived in a the best country ever, bro. I've been to some real crap holes. Seriously. Like, do we have our issues and problems? Absolutely, bro. You know, you know. Like, I grew up around Caucasian people. Like, I remember going to the community pool. This was in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, in the late seventies. I remember getting ready to jump in the pool and everybody got out but one family. Wow. Why? Because I was, my family was dark. That's true stories. And you know what? Some people don't want to hear that. But That's it's crazy. true. It's yeah. true. I grew up going to high school, being like the only in, in Big Fork, Montana, being like the only dark kids. And dude, we would fight. It would, it wasn't a good thing. Am I saying everybody's like that? Everybody's racist? Absolutely not. Now, if they would like spit on me and call me a, I didn't even know what that was until I moved to Montana. I knew what the I knew all the other derogatory names, you know, like Webback and all this. I've been called those, but I never knew what a spick was. I remember coming home the first day of school and asking my parents what a spick was and they just laughed you know and then told me what it was and so and the reason why they laughed is because we were just me and my brother we're so ignorant to what that even was you know (laughs) but i'm saying in this time people are so divided and they're so fearful and most people are fearful of what they don't know you know yeah if you've never been part of a culture, it was like when I first moved to Montana, I moved from Woodier, California. Before that, I was living in Weedmus in Wilmington. Oh. I gotta always give a shout out to Eastside Weedmus. Weedmus! Right? So, but I was living there, and then 
my dad's like, hey, we're moving to Montana. And I'm like, me and my brother were like, what part of Mexico is that? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And he uh, he's like, nah, fools, that's in Northwest, Northwest America. So, man, we're like, man, are there even any Mexicans there? And he's like, nah, you guys will probably be it. Dude, we more cows than people, bro. More cows than people. So check this out. So I get that the very first school I went to was called Polson High School, and it was on the reservation. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we would take this bus, me and my bus, and it would take like an hour and a half just to get to school. True story. Right? And when we go to this reservation school, it's on the reservation of the Salish Kootenai Indians. So we get there, and my brother is in junior high. I'm in high school. We get there, and it was it was funny because the natives thought that I was native, right? Oh, wow. Until they start, until you start talking, then they're like, hey, they, it's funny because they have this accent that's different than ours, right? They, it sort of sounds like this. is, hey, bro, uh, what? Uh, and <laughs> that's the way it sounds. And then they would do this weird sound it, 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 at, the, at the end of each sentence. At least the guys that I hung around with, they would be like, they, I don't know what that is. But anyways, so they'd, and then I'd be like, nah, man, I'm, I'm Mexican. And they'd be like, oh, like, like beans and i'm like yeah boo, like beans and then oh they would cry laughing and then they would be like oh you're our distant cousin you just moved down further right and oh. so, yeah dude so they became my friends the natives became my friends because they thought i was native you know and at that school uh caucasian people went there too but mm-hmm. still it the, even there think about it hundreds of years of division yeah. Between native and Caucasian. Yeah. You know, oh, and yeah. so they were fighting over water rights. It's just this big old mess. So anyways, what I, right now in our country is so divided, whether it's it's the colored lines, whether it's it, a even be Chicano and Mexicano. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes oh, yeah. People people are like, uh, you're not Mexican enough. You know, like yep. if they see me. They'll be like, ah, oh, this will, you know, this this dude's Mexicano. But once I start talking, they're like, ah, oh, this was Chicano, right? And I, yeah, I ain't about that because I I've been to I've been to city I've been to towns where people they don't recognize Mexicano or Chicano. What they recognize is brown. That's what they recognize, mm-hmm. and something totally different. And so, and this the percentage, like, get out of big cities. And go to other towns and experience the percent. The percentage of most people are cool, man. Most people are cool. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just that handful of people that are dirt that that are dirtbags that are not good people that are not nice people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it, it. I feel like it. Feel like we're not born to hate. We're taught to hate. So it, it really depends of how the kids are brought up. It goes from grandparents to their parents and to them and stuff. And, and I think sometimes, you know, when I see things like that, you know, uh, sometimes we have to break that cycle. Oh, definitely. And you have to do it intentionally. Yes. You're like as parents, you got to do it intentionally. Like my, my parents, I grew up around Caucasian people, obviously natives, 
Jewish people, like so many different colored people, Asian people, so many different people that to me that was normal. And you're right. You put a, a, a African-American baby together, Mexican and, and a little white baby and Asian, they're going to play. Mm-hmm. All those other things are, are taught. All that other stuff is taught, man. And it's not good. And so right now we have to be intentional on, first of all, uh, like we talked about narcs. Like, man, I'm so tired of talking about narcs. Uh, when I say narcs, I'm talking about narcissists. Yes. I'm so tired of talking about it because, dude, narcs, that's all they do is talk about themselves. They're all about themselves. It's like me. selfish to 1,000. Yeah, it's like me, 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 me. Like, that's exactly. who... I just, I, I'm going to be honest, Mario, I used to be like one of those until I got checked and I was like, you know what? I can't be like that. So sometimes you, sometimes you're going to have that ego check. And I realized, you know, I had to change my ways. And this, like I said earlier, uh, do having that reset button. Hey, I want to start over. I need to change some things and stuff like that. So now I'm just very humble now, Mario. I just, you know, even though I get criticized because of the podcast or who I am and stuff, because I have no filter and I say what what I want to say, you know, <laughs> I'm still going to yeah. be me. I, hey, come on, Mario. You know, I've always been like that little Steven, always, always into mischief. Right. Okay. So, so let's be real. Look at, you mm-hmm. know, like in the Christian world, right? Yes. Like, I, I have family and friends that are, that are like, oh, you're going to go on the Mega Man podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you know what he represents? And I'm like, dude, like, number one, that's my cousin. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's not even here. Why are you even saying anything about him? Mm-hmm. And and not only that, he he gives us a platform and the opportunity to share love. Yeah. You know what I'm you saying? Like, like, and I hope that the listeners that are out there, like, honestly, I, I ain't coming from a point of view that I'm better... I'm a man, I'm a dirtbag like everybody else. It's only mm-hmm. by the right? It's only by his goodness. And mm-hmm. because I have faith in it, man, that, that's who I rely on. Because if not, you guys wouldn't like me, man. If I was, you know, before Christ, I was a I was a even worse, I was horrible. And <laughs> it's those things, man. It's like I'm just trying whenever I get the opportunity to to spread the love and, and, and the good news of Christ and, and be kind and be gentle and be graceful, mm-hmm. then, then I will, you know, and, and, and I do. I try to do that in, in my deeds more than my talk, yeah. you know, yeah, and, how yeah. I, and how I treat people than more than my, than my talk. And so now, nah, man, I just, yeah, I mean, that's just where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. That's what I, you know, I, I I love being on your podcast, man. Don't let anybody ever tell you no. anything. Just do do your thing, man. Do yeah, your thing. I'm doing I, my thing. You don't judge me for being no. a Christ lover, do you? It, no, man. Because I mean, we're all we're all Christians. I mean, there's even times, you know, uh, I thought about going back to church and everything, but I don't want to be pushed to. I just want to just to do me. You know, like maybe in a way, I need some time off to 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 find who I am, but. If if there's an opportunity where well, maybe one day I go back to church and so be it. But, you know, going back to that, you know, people criticizing me, it's like 
I feel like people just do not make the time and effort to get to know each other and make their assumptions and everything. And, and that can, and that can go with the listeners that can go with their family and this, yeah, you know, yeah. and all that. And there's a lot of, and there a lot of our family, I haven't seen my, a lot of our family in 20 or 15 years. Yeah, man, you, you got to make your way up here. And, and also my mom wanted me to tell you, hello. She can't wait for that episode. My, dude, my mom always has championed you and always had love for you, man. So she just yeah. wanted to give you a shout out. So mom, if you're listening, but yeah, man, it, I'm just, it, it's, it's just something where, you know, I, I think about, a lot, I think about you guys, you know, and, uh, I know we talked earlier and, uh, you know, I just, I, I think when we did the podcast, um, I think you didn't ask me a question, like, why did you name the Mega Mass podcast? And, yeah, yeah, you know, sure. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to, it just came to me and it, it dawned on me like a couple of years, like two, two and a half years ago. And, uh, someone asked me, it's like, Hey, hi, why did you name the Mega Mass podcast? And I told him the story and yeah. cause you guys, you guys were the first people on the block first family on the block to have a nintendo and and winless <laughs> and uh but i remember the stories you there will be long lines of kids playing uh your brother's nintendo and, yeah. we, and the family members will will be the last ones and i remember sarah amy uh davy me you angie i mean and then some other cousins of ours uh, you know, it's like, hey, Stephen, what's the, I have this game I rented called the Mega Man Two. Is you want to play with this? Is yeah, and you know, I my mom was still giving me crap like always till this day, and uh, she, uh, I played it and I fell in love with the game, and uh, that game was will forever be in my heart. And and if it wasn't for your, it wasn't for your um your brother introducing me to that game, um, I don't know if I'll be doing the podcast or not. So his. His memories, uh, it will always be in the Mega Mass podcast because that's, you know, everyone tells me why the name. And I always mention uh, Stephen Gomez because I do not want to have your brother's name forgotten. Yeah. No, I, no you know what, man? I appreciate it. That always makes my heart feel good. Like, and that that's for, for the listeners that don't know, like, um, you know, Stephen's name is Stephen Martinez, but. Mm-hmm. Um, his cousins we were older than him, and we—he was little Stevie, and then my <laughs> brother, my brother was Steven and so that's how we would we would because uh, Stephen the Mega Man lived mm-hmm. in the front house. Sixteen twenty-two, sixteen twenty-two. Yeah, we, we and we lived in the in in one of the back houses. My my grandpa had had four houses. And uh, in Wilmington, uh, dead end on Ruby Dock. Shout out to Ruby Dock Street in Weedmont Seaside. Yep. And and we all lived right there. And we would live on that block. And we had such a good time. We and, and Stevie at times because he was so little that that you, you would bust out of your parents' house just in your twenties running around, right? <laughs> I, I... We we would hide you. We would hide you. Your poor mom would be going crazy. But I think she caught on after a while that we would hide you just so that we could all play but 
Yeah, man. Those those were the days, dude. Wilmington was good to us, man. The and in those days, Mario, I think about it every day because um I work in San Pedro and I always go by. I and that's the thing when 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 you talked about earlier, people criticize. People do not understand. Like I want to give back to the community because even though we all go our separate ways, move to different cities, you know, we we don't forget where we come from, and I don't forget. You know, even though we have family in Modesto or we moved around, but, you know, but my heart will ever, forever will be in Wilmington because, you know, I still reminisce because grandpa and grandma are still there, still in the house yeah. behind, you know, and uh, I still go there to that street and, and it's way different. A lot of yeah. those houses like burned down or they tore and they changed and uh, it's all different. Uh, Wilmington right now, if you don't know, Mario, um, it's changing in, in a positive direction, you know, a lot of gentrification. Uh, there's a lot of uh, people who are young people who are starting the podcast, uh, musicians, uh, entrepreneurs, artists, uh, starting their food. I mean, they're just trying to get out there. You know, Modesto, I mean, I'm sorry, not Modesto, Wilmington's is going to have their first brewery. What? Mm-hmm. They're going to have their first they're going to have their first brewery. I think it's going to, I think it's a spa that brewery company. I had them on the podcast, but they got their license and they're going to see. So there's a, there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. And uh, I did not know about Wilmington's not even a city because it's, it's LA County. So that's why we don't have a mayor or police department and all that stuff. So where the revenue and all the money is going to is to LA County, not to the Wilmington's. So that's why I feel like, Wilmington has that chip over their shoulder because it feels like it's more like it's always with us against the world. It's like, they, it, <laughs> it, but um, but to be honest, Mario, from from times like these, I I go back because Wilmington toughened us up for for times like these, Mario. And I'm I think I thank God that we went through those situations, and now this for us, this is this is nothing. We made it. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, growing, growing, growing up on the east side in Weemus, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. The mm-hmm. thing about it is we didn't know we were from there. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. at, when I moved to Woody, when I moved to Woodier, mm-hmm. um, you know, like people would be like, oh, where did you move from? I'm like, east side Weemus, you know. And they'd be like, what? It's crazy over there. I'm like, it is? You know? But yeah. because Al Street and you know, just my going to Wilmington Park, you know, yeah. elementary school, walking to the corner, sort like all those things, dude, playing block tech, uh, you know, on the block, everybody just out there. Most of them were our cousins and really good family friends that yeah. our parents grew up with. Yeah. And so, and, yeah. And also, know. Mario, huh? Oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry, Mario. And also, I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but, uh, and also in Ghost Town, I didn't know about this. You know, there was a lot of gangs and a lot of drug <laughs> dealings. And a lot of, and I just found out about this, that Freeway Ricky used to come over there just to sell his drugs and pick up his money. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yeah. What I do, what I do know, know about Ghost Town is our, our really good, um, one of our aunts still lives right there. Oh, wow. Uh, their last name is Salas. And dude, like, I didn't even know, like, I just didn't know it was like we weren't allowed to go you know past a couple of blocks if, if my parents my my parents saw us like on green like this is a true story so mm-hmm. my sister my sister angie I'm, I'm putting in our blast but it's all done in love so when she was like remember that my my dad had like one of those school honda like two door it looked like a 
this small little compact yellow. Let me guess. Condom. Let me guess. It was a yellow one, huh? Yeah, yeah. Remember? The yeah, guy? I still remember. Yep. Dude, my sister would take it without my parents knowing and put Ooh. me and my sister, me and my brother in there, and we'd go, we'd go riding. We'd just go. We'd go to Taco Bell. We'd go to. Hey, remember Puppin Taco right there by Banning High? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a throwback. So look at. So we would go over there, we'd go get something to eat and come back. Well, we didn't know that on the way back, um, people saw us and some of the homeboys right there from L Street kicking back at Greenbelt Park, which were, of course, our, our parents' friends, like, told my dad, like, hey, I didn't know Angie got her license. Oh. <laughs> and then he's like, What? Angie didn't get her like she's like 12 they're like oh damn like sorry bro like you know so we we got in trouble but no man Wilmington was amazing Greenbelt Park I remember like going like wanting to go over there because our 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 friends and family would be throwing horseshoes at the park and of course you know my parents were like you can't be hanging out over there you know crazy stuff happens and like yeah but I I remember one time Mario uh when my dad was a pastor over there at the Carson with Grandpa's church, we were coming home. Uh, we went after church, you know, and we all go to Spires right there by Wilmington, by the by the oil, by the the Heck by the yeah, fineries. Dude. Hell yeah. yeah! Hey, you know that's you, you know every time I go to Spires, I always <laughs> get that salad with the with the ranch, and you can tell oh this tastes like a Spires. Like why the ranch tastes like Spires? It just reminisce. Any food that you eat, it kind of has that that spires aroma or something like that so after after we went to spires we were going home in greenbow park and we saw like six helicopters and and cops coming there must no lie mario must have been over close to 100 people of uh, bloods and crips fighting fighting each other it was like i have never seen that before and those times were hard. Those times, it was really bad. A lot of drive-bys, a lot of gangs. Uh, the, there was houses burning up and stuff. Mario, I didn't even know that there was a a, a sex predator kidnapping uh, kids and killing them and dumping their bodies in the in over there about the harbor pier, dumping oh. them right there by the Green Bridge. Dang, no, I, that, I didn't know about that. Yeah, no, either die, man. I I'll, I just have good memories of, of yeah. Of oh yeah. But the cool, the cool thing is, especially about the Mega Man podcast, is you give a platform, you you give a voice to a bunch of. Like I saw one of your posts the other day, and you you put it on there, and this guy was giving a shout out to Weed Monster, right? And oh, Martin like, Moreno! Well, oh, yeah. God bless that. Yeah, I he uh, he's a comedian. He goes on tour with Fluffy, and uh, he is he he lived in Wilmington, and so did Tony A. The Wizard. He lives in Wilmington. So the thing is, Mario. A lot of people were giving Wilmington a bad name, and, and now those times are done because we got to be there to help each other. So now, a little by little, Mario, the people are coming back. The, all the podcasts, all the celebrities are coming back to reminisce and, and give back to the community of Wilmington. So when you think of Wilmington, Mario, who do you think of? Mario and Steven Gomez, the Mega Man's podcast, Martin Moreno, Tony A, legends. That's where I want to be in that category. Dang, dude! I didn't know Martin Moreno was from from Weedmus, man. Yeah, he was from Weedmus and Tony A, and and I think a lot of people didn't want to talk about uh, Wilmington, but 
when Tony A started the Rodeo Radio's podcast and he started bringing all these celebrities all over the world to come to do his podcast, that's where he put Wilmington on the map. And now it's it's turning to a positive direction. So when people have cat people like, hey, if I'm going to do uh, Rodeo Radio after, you know, I'm going to go after that, I'm going to do uh, the Mega Man's podcast. So it's kind of more it's. It's good. And I love it. I just love it. And when you saw, uh, I, I post that video of uh, Martin Moreno, a hey, God bless Widmas. It, it, it made me cry a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude. Yeah. Dude, Wilming- Wilmington always has my heart. Yeah. Like I played football there. I grew up playing football there. You know, I played from Wilmington pilots, man. Oh, the pilots. It, and then I ended up moving to Whittier. So I, I didn't get to play at the, the prestigious banding high school, but it's all good, man. Wasn't it, it like if if you didn't go to Whittier and you stayed at Batty, that would have been like you playing Batty and going against Dorsey High or Carson <laughs> High, you know, like the Colts, you know? Because yeah. I remember when I moved when when it got really bad, we moved to Carson, and I told my dad, "I was like, what's wrong? Like I'm homesick. Is why I want to move back with my cousins of Wilmington. I want to be a pilot." Yeah, yeah. No, man. No, I had, I didn't even I didn't even play football when I moved to Wilmington or. Or Whittier, I ended up uh, wrestling. Oh wow! And, yeah, yeah. So I was wrestling over there, and wrestling has been a part of my life ever since. I coached for eight, no, sixteen years. Yeah, and uh, high school and club, and uh, it's cool though because when I go to Kyrgyzstan, um, we're thinking of of, uh, and and it's just a thought, but wrestling has been a part of my life as you know, for a really long time. And, uh, but I think we're going to do a camp for wrestling over there for, you know, for kids, street kids. And, and I'm trying to get a handful of wrestling. I have a lot of wrestling friends in the community, nor from Norwalk, shout out to my, my friend Fernando and Gabriel, the wrestlers out of Norwalk and just from, from all around Bakersfield, um, here in Modesto, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to get, get some guys to, to go to Kyrgyzstan, help out the situation, what's going on over there, but uh, and of course doing it locally as well. That's so awesome. I, I can't forget, can't forget our home. Yeah. Hey Mario, I was gonna ask you, are you good on time right now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're gonna take a break right now because when we come back, I wanna uh, talk about the family up in Modesto, and I need to talk about the Rugged Thirty Three podcast. Okay. And yeah, so everyone, we're gonna take a break right now, and we'll be right back. Yo, what's up, everyone? Mega Man. Just a little friend, friendly reminder. Um, a lot of people are asking me, um, Mega Man, what's going on? Are you going to take a break and everything? I'm going to talk about that um, for episode tw- uh, episode 220 of the Mega Man's Life. It might be a two-hour podcast. I'm pretty much going to... There's a lot of people sending me DMs, questions. I'm going to answer all that stuff, what's been going on. It's it, it I want to see the episode it could be inspirational, good, bad, ugly. It just you know it, it it's it's a mixture of everything. And um and I'm going to talk about it and I think in a way I'm going to make a decision on episode 220 and uh let everyone know because uh there's a 50/50 chance I might take a long break or I might keep on doing the podcast, but maybe put out two episodes a month. 
we're, we're going to see what's up. Uh, I'm going to talk about it. I'm gonna, there's a lot of things I'm going to talk about on that episode. So uh, I might I might put the episode out, hopefully, I want to say this Sunday or if not next Monday. But it's uh, it, you guys got to hear it. And uh, and uh, it's it, I like it. I'm almost done with it. And uh, I still have more stuff to talk about still. And uh I'm I'm still getting all these questions. I'm trying to answer um a lot of people's DMs and uh yeah, I'm looking forward and um I guess I got uh, I'm still doing podcasts a little bit here and there. Um if it's local, um there's some there's some that are pretty far so I have to let them know, "Hey, next year I kind of want to keep try to keep it very home base, but um um a lot of people are asking me when you're going to have Marvelous Inc on." We're going to schedule a date. He's going to come on. There's, I'm telling you, a lot of good people are going to come on the podcast. Just be very patient. And also, um, certain guests were telling me, hey, when am I going to come on? When am I going to come on? Uh, just be very patient. You know, um, taking care of some little personal matters. When the time is right, um, you know who you are. And uh, we're, I'm going I'm to get you on. Other than that, that's about it. And uh, have an enjoyable week. And let's get back to the episode late. All right. And we are back. We took a little break. I had to, I had to convince my cousin Mario, please. And we, we stay on the podcast. You know, you have so many good stories. And uh, <laughs> Mario, I got to talk about, man, how's the family over there doing? Dude, our family's doing good. Um, it, for the listeners out there, uh, one of our cousins, Johnny, his sister, Sharice, and her husband own a, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym. And, Ooh. dude, like, their, their gym's amazing. I go there. When I first moved over here, I started training. But you know how it is. I'm a, I'm an escrow officer, super busy right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to all the real estate people. But uh, <laughs> so I don't get to go that much. But, dude, like. In my old age, I'm 46, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start jujitsu, and so I started rolling around. Dude, it's amazing! It's amazing. I love it. I love yeah, because I know back in the day, Johnny was doing jujitsu. I think he got his black belt from Dave Cam, Cam- uh, Camarillo. Or yeah, yeah, from Dave. He used yeah. to be the he used to be the jujitsu head instructor at AKA, but yeah. and you know, and also I and have you still have you talked to uh, Adrian? Adrian Apodaca? You know, I seen him the not not too long ago. Uh, the church that I go to, it's called the Good Life Modesto. Yes, uh, it's on Saturdays, so check it out. You can see it online. But uh, Johnny's pastoring it, and they did like a church launch, and Adrian came through. And so that's the only time I I've I've seen Adrian. I mostly see like Devin, mm-hmm. and um, of course the the whole Apodaca tribe. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mostly that's who I mostly hang out with is Devin and and our Aqua Doctor cousins. I hang around with your cousin too, Brandon. Shout out to to Dirty B Brandon A. That that guy, bro. Mm-hmm. He plays the keys, the amazing. He he he's been doing this since I was little, the drums and everything. Yeah. Yeah, he he's the man. 
Um, the last time I seen Brandon, he came with his wife and his is one of his daughters. They went to come visit me um, in Long Beach because I know he has he has some family in Orange County. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I went to go visit him. It's and you know it's rare to see a lot of my cousins come down. I was like, hey, if you're gonna come, just let me know. And yeah, it was awesome. And uh, you know, I see. You see, you guys are doing good. And, you know, I'll be honest. You know, I get a little, I get a little teary. I miss some of my families and go hang out. But bro, c- uh, come, come I, up for the weekend, bro. Come I know up for the weekend. We'll have. You a know good what? Time. Yeah. You know what I'll do when you come back from your trip. I'll make a date. You know, I'll 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 stay for three days because. Right. I know there were some people who was like, man, where am I gonna stay at, man? <laughs> bro, we'll figure it out. Hey, so your cousin Brandon, as you know, the Dodger dude. I'm in Giants fan right now. I know I'm you a are hardcore Dodger Dodger fan. I know you're a Giants fan. So hard fan. Everybody's every man, especially me and Brendan went to a game Dodgers against Giants during the season. Uh huh. But I looked into tickets, man. They're outrageous. Well, the tickets. I I, I think is it a is it a seven game series or is it or like the best out of five? Uh, I think it's five. If. We, me and my lady, we're probably going to go on Tuesday because the tickets are about $87 a ticket. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this will be my first time. And I think this is the first time ever the Dodgers and, and, uh, and the Giants uh, played each other in the playoffs. Nah, they've been there before, dude. But this is going to, but they always, but they said this game, this series, whoever wins the series is probably going to win the World Series. Yeah, that's, that's what they're saying. It's going to be good stuff. And I was looking into getting tickets tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the game, but then I'm like, yeah, I'm all right, dude. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hold off, especially because I'm the only Dodger fan. Everybody's Giants fans. It's okay, you know, we still love you. Yeah, yeah. Say that during when it counts, dude. During You're not the my freaking playoffs. You're not my friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, right. my my uh my lady's a uh, Dodgers fans and everything. And when we had our son, he said, "You know, he's gonna be a Giants." It's like, uh, uh-uh. he, he he's born in L.A. He's gonna he's gonna be a diehard Dodger fan. It's like, hey, yeah. look at we can do something. We can do paper, rocks, or scissors. But he's gonna be a Giants for life. <laughs> hey, did you watch the game last night? That walk off. <sighs> you know what, man? I, I I was I surprised? Not really, but I know. Is this is this that Justin Turner hit what two home runs and I was like okay I mean I'm I I commend you guys you guys you guys pull it off it always in the end but you know we're just gonna see what happens with yeah uh, no hey I'm a diehard baseball fan and so I'm like it's gonna be a good series man we wouldn't want it any other way so yeah it, it's it's just messed up that it's against the giant <laughs> no i'm just kidding bro. yeah you know it's gonna be good i'm I'm stoked and then today i've been trying to do a lot of errands trying to get everything done so so tomorrow i can just relax i mean this episode's gonna be out in november so it's gonna be like oh what, is, what are they talking about it's already over but right it's it's just something where it's like i just want to relax tomorrow watch the game with my lady and just uh you know, just have a good time. You know, it's like how often you see the the Giants and the Dodgers play uh, play each other in the playoffs. Exactly, it's gonna be good times. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get off of work early and just come and chill, eat some wings, hang out. So <laughs> it, it should be. I'll be texting you. I'll be texting you. I know. I know. I know. Brandon he goes. He goes hard on the DMs. He says a lot of crap. You know, oh, everything. Yeah, bro- Brandon's like he's gonna be listening, and I'll tell him when I get when I get off, I'll I'll text him. I'll be like, Brandon, we're talking about you. I hope your ears mm-hmm. were ringing. But yeah, no, he's a diehard Giants fan. It's good, man. I, I, actually, my first experience going to the new park. 
I've been a candlestick a bunch of times. Yes. Um, Dodgers against Giants. But mm-hmm. the new stadium, have you been there? The AT&T Park? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there, I think it was like, what, four or five years ago? I don't know. It's it's nice, bro. Yeah. Nice. I mean, just by looking at it, I still have my, I have a jersey of, of a, a Buster Posey. I have his jersey. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Oh! <laughs> you, I was gonna make a video, Mario, on my Instagram. Okay, remember that? Remember that show, Dave Chappelle, where he has Rick James, yeah, and he, he's like telling you, "Come here," and he has an aura around him. Yeah, I want to. I want to wear my Giants shirt, my jersey, and I'm gonna have the aura, and I'm gonna play that run, uh, run song by Rick James. Give it to me, baby. Come on, and like, <laughs> come on, come on, Dodgers, come on. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be exciting, dude. I can't wait. Yeah, how's the podcast going? The Rugged Thirty Three. So Reggae 33, we're in a pause right now. As you guys know, I've been in hiding for the last, I don't know, I want to say seven or eight months. And yes. when I say hiding, is more like um, I'm just gearing up for the next season in life. And um, from move to relationships to just everything. Yes. And and so um, I, I'm preparing. I have a lot of content. I've been recording. It's not that I haven't. It's just I haven't put it out there. And so yes. Rugged, Rugged 33 is basically um, it's a podcast that gives a platform. So if you want to check it out, I, I would wait for the new season because it's going to look a lot different. But um, it's basically a podcast that talks about life issues with um, biblical foundational answers. And, and not only that, just life. Like, we, we go on there. Actually, I have Brandon on there. My nephew's on there. Devin. We just, talk about, we just talk about life as men, you know? And so it, it's really good. It's from the perspective um, for the listeners out there. I'm, uh, I went to school to be a clinical chaplain. So what that is is basically, basically a counselor. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, yeah, so I did that, you know, in the hospital during COVID before COVID. Mm -hmm. And, um, so for me, just in this season, there's a lot of change. And so I want Rugged 33 just to be that of encouragement for people, you know, for, for, you know, love and and mercy and grace. And I, I think a lot of times, especially you grew up in hard places like, some of us have done and, and lived a rough life, um, you know, in rough situations. Sometimes we think we gotta we gotta be hard. But I, I saw this cool thing. It was like it was uh, Instagram. It was like Chicano something, and they're like, "Man, you gotta quit me mugging people." You know, yeah, that and, is true. Get, get give your give your hand out to your brother, and you know, quit hating on people, man. And and for me, maybe it's in my old age, dude. That's just where I'm at. I'm like. I don't, I don't want to be mad dogging people. I don't want to, I'm not trying to come up on anybody or look down on it. Nothing like that. You know, just, you know, That's, the, the, the love of Christ, you know, peace, man. Yeah. I, I, I deal with this a lot with the, with the Chicago, like, because I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find who I am and trying to find, yeah. you know, who, who, where our family came from and everything. And, yeah. you know, we talked about earlier, like, you're not Chicano enough, you're not Mexican enough and everything. And, you know, people put each other down. And I feel like, well, these are one of the reasons why we're not unity. This is one of the reasons why it's crabs in a bucket mentality, you know? Dude, all- I love that. 
I love that total crabs in the bucket. Yeah, so the, I think the only thing that we could do if for us to unite, the thing that we have to do the most, if, we, if we're really going to be together as one, we have to respect each other. If we don't respect each other, then there's going to be alliances. There's going to be cliques. There's there's yeah. going to be just, hey, you know what? I don't like you. You don't like me. And and yeah. the and the saga is going to continue. Yeah, no, and and you're so right. And I and that's why, like, I champion you is because I remember when I was going to start Rugged Thirty Three. You're mm-hmm. like, bro, there's room, there's room, there's a platform, there's a voice out there. Yeah. You know, and I was like, ah, I don't know. And you're like my biggest fan like dude you could do it like and being on top of me you know like hey you got to put in the work you got to put in content da, 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 da. it's no joke it's no and, joke it's no yeah, joke and and so i see like uh, i was telling one of my uh i was trying to uh, oh uh, you know this this dude that his ears are gonna ring jose sabala from modesto wow hey you stole me my masterpiece cd remember that dog <laughs> well, the, I just talked to him like 30 minutes before I called you. Okay, this dude, like I remember him when he was a kid. But when I moved back to Modesto, me and him, we again, and this dude, like you talk about community developer, and this yeah. guy crosses gender line, color line, um, religion line. Dude, he, he he's about Jesus's love. Like he loves far deep and wide. And yeah. not only that, dude, he has a bad Tesla. He, he he gave me, dude, those things are fast, bro. Have you been in one? Never, but yeah, I'll be the shotgun. Hey, hey, well, yeah, I'll volunteer him to give it, give us a ride. But anyways, me and him rolled up towards uh, Roseville. Okay. His Tesla, that thing, those things are so fast. It's fast, zero to 60. I don't know. It was crazy. I was like, what? The? I drove a Jeep Wrangler four-door and I drive it slow, man. I cruise it, you know, but that. That car is fast. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to Journeyman. Dude, Jose is the founder of it. There's a bunch of guys that are part of it. Johnny Apodaca, um, Way. Anyways, there's a bunch of guys. This guy named Jim from uh, Redeemer Church. Dude, I mean, just smooth people. Anyways, um, but Journeyman's amazing. It's awesome. And what it's about, hopefully you can have him on the show, bro. I know he'll be on. Well, I can't speak for him, but I'm pretty sure he'd be on the show. This mm-hmm. dude, what he does is he champions dudes and he just champions people to mm-hmm. to, to be better. And uh, so I like to hang out with him, man. He's just, he's a real dude, real guy, you know, all about love, man. Yeah, man. I haven't, man, I haven't seen Jose in a minute because I know, I know I don't want to talk about this, but you know, Jose, you know, you're hearing this, you know, he used to be a party animal, man, you know, back <laughs> in the day. I, yeah, we're putting him on blast. I heard, I heard stories too. And, now, nah, Jose's good people. He actually took me to, uh, have you ever been to one of those Brazilian steakhouses? Oh, it's like that bridesmaid like that? Huh? <laughs> like bridesmaid? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, oh, yeah. No, no, but it was in Roseville. It was good, bro. No, we have a Brazilian steakhouse here in Long Beach. Um, a lot of celebrities go. I I haven't tried it, but oh. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to try a lot of things. But yeah, I mean... Um, when I do go over there, like, well, I'll hang out, man. It's like, I want to try. There's a lot of breweries. You know, you know how I like craft beers, but I want to yeah. try some new restaurants. So the Brazilian uh, Steakhouse, yeah, hey, for sure. I'll check hey, it out. I'll, I'll take you. I'll tr- There's this place called Horns Barbecue. Look it up in Oakland. This, 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 about, this dude, straight from the community, brother, African-American, dude, uh-huh. blew up. 
blew uh, like his food's so good. We got there an hour early. Me, mm-hmm. Johnny, Devin, some of the guys. Oh, Jose too. And um, we ate, bro, the best barbecue ever. The, hey, the, this is how good it is. This dude had Showtime was there doing a documentary. Oh, wow. It, and then afterwards, he came up. We got our food. The owner, nice guy, man, came up. Ate, like sat down, talked with us. Like he's a believer, you know. We we all prayed together, dude. It was cool, man. We had a good time, and it was good. I have, downtown, I have... o- downtown Oakland, and they're play- The cool thing is they were playing all music from like Oakland, like hip hop. Like oh man, t- yeah, too yeah. short. They had every. He he was bumping yeah. everything. But I rather li- I'll, yeah, I rather listen to that than that that little Nas X. Ugh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm more, you know me, man. I'm all old yeah. school, underground. Me too. Like, me yeah. too. Yeah. And so, I, I, yeah, but you, you got to come through Horns Barbecue, bro. I, my treat. Come through. I'm ready. You know, I'm ready because I know I was supposed to go to Modesto because I know wanted to do your podcast, but man, just situations happen and stuff. Yeah. But, but when, like I said, once you come back, you know, I'm ready to do your podcast because I right. feel like I feel. I, to be honest, Mario, can I be be honest with you? I, I I feel like a little nervous to do your podcast. I don't know why. Why? I don't know, man. It's just, it's it's Dude, weird, you know. Hey, look at your story's amazing. And it, is it okay if is it okay if I bring to light the autism thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just okay. Check it out, listeners. Like, there's no excuse why we ain't doing what we were made to do. Mm-hmm. My my cousin Stephen. Mega Man, like this kid was off the hook. He used to get, he used to get beat downs because he was the off the hook kid. And but yeah. come to find out, I don't know how many years because it's not my story to tell. But I I share your story. Like not too long ago, Mega Man was diagnosed with autism. Yeah, you know, like imagine growing up getting beat downs, and and, and then. I mean, how old were you, man? Man, dude, I I was diagnosed at I was diagnosed at the age of I think at the age of thirty one, thirty two, yeah. and I didn't know about it. And uh, you know, I I don't really talk about it, but it's it, it's a it's a never ending struggle because you know dealing with that, trying to calm myself down, trying to, at the same time trying to overcome my stuttering and this and yeah. and I feel like you know I don't like to bring up my parents but I feel like back in the day they didn't understand what I was going through and uh it, it, it it's just something Mario it, it it's hard you know it's it's a little touchy subject but yeah. at, at the same at the same time you know uh with my oldest son Gavin you know with autism uh I have to really understand it because, you know, there was times, you know, I, I didn't have that patience, you know, and everything with my son. And when you came to find out, when I came to find out, I was diagnosed and it, it, it was, uh, it was, it was, it just blew my mind. I was like a shocked and you really have to look into it. There's, there's different types of autism and, and, and this is the thing I didn't tell you about this. And I didn't tell about a lot of the audience, um, you know, I came to a conclusion that that um, I would would ma- I would I would make a sacrifice because 
if my son's autism, if it does get worse, I will have to, you know, retire from the podcast to, to be a full-time dad, you know, because, you know, he's going to be with me forever, Mario. And, uh, you know, and uh, I, it took a lot of time, it took a lot of patience and, you know, and because of the podcast, it opened up my eyes on a lot of things. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring a lot of good people who deal with, uh, you know, with autism, there's a, there's a person I want to bring on called Polly's Project. And his son is diagnosed with autism. At the same time, his son is blind. Wow. It's, it's, uh, it's something. And it's, it, it takes a, it takes a really good person. And, uh, you know, like it, it, I have my moments, Mario, it gets hard being, you know, uh, a single father, you know, raising two boys, but, uh, you know, now, finding a good woman in my life and I have a son and getting her own place and everything. I just want to spend more time and, and live life with my kids because, you know, um, what's going to happen if I'm just too busy with work and podcasts and, and neglecting my kids and, and what they have to say, how do you remember your dad? Well, my dad was never around. He was doing podcasts. So I don't, I don't want to end up being like that, that yeah. father, that neglect father, you know? Yeah, definitely. And that's, it's important to have a good balance. You know, I'm a, yeah. You know, ha- having that balance, you know, my kids are older. That's what I'm saying. I'm in a different season. You know, yes. Eastside's, Eastside's 26. He may be a grandpa three times over. Damn, know. man. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sunny, you know, she's still in school. She's a junior. She's going to be a, a, a teacher. And so I'm, in, I'm just in a different season. But going back to what you're talking about, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I couldn't imagine, bro. I was, I was talking to one of my friends before I got on, not Jose, but another Jose. And mm-hmm. I was telling him your story. And mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I, I couldn't imagine, like, you know, like how he deals with it. I know he has a, a son that's on the spectrum. The thing about it is, like, my um, autism hit close home because my my niece, Carissa, she, yes. has, she has Asperger's, yes. you know, uh, autism. Yes. And so... I would have I me and her super tight, really close. I love her dearly. She's mm. she's a genius in so many things that we wouldn't, you know, that that are just different. Yes. And but I know her, you know, her struggles and I couldn't imagine, you know? It, and so Yeah, you know, those kids, they we've been through a lot, Mario. And uh we talked about it in the on your podcast, you know, um, having everything, losing everything and being homeless for like months. And it felt like every day when we were homeless, Mario, it felt like an eternity. And I, it's, there was no way for me to go back to Modesto and this. And I just feel like I just, I don't, I had to dig more deep, Mario. I had to dig, like, what am I going to do? And, and, and I, I'll be honest. I, I told God, it's like, is this is this what you brought me here to suffer? Is yeah. this? And this is where I had to dig more deep and, and see what I can do. And because, you know, L.A. is really expensive and a lot of people doubted me, like, you're never going to make it out there. And I got my life back together. I, I, I haven't had my own place since I was the age of 22. And I got my place and I told the story, you know, like when 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 the 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 realtor say hey when do you want to move in i'm moving right now and i remember the only thing that we had was air mattress a pillow a fan a microwave cup of noodles and stuff and i remember 
you know, I, my kids were asleep because it was peace and quiet. And I was crying like a baby because I never thought I would make it in L.A. I never thought I would have my own place. And it, it's a story. And, and to me, it's like, you know, when times get hard, Mario, you know, you have to dig more deep where a lot of people just tend to quit and give up. But you got to dig more deeper. And then, and this is why, Mario, I have the motivation to keep going and to keep on telling my story and to keep on doing podcasts. And, you know, even though I get criticized, because I always tell people, what's your ultimate goal, Mega Man? It's like, I hopefully before I die is to be a guest on the Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Now, bro, like, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, try and find a balance because, dude, like, social media, and podcasting, they they need to hear they they need to hear your story. And and that's the thing, Mario, where I'm getting out there. You know, it, yeah. I I just can't be like, okay, who wants to do who wants to interview me? You, it doesn't work like that. Like to to have a balance of controlling the podcast, balancing with work and family, and getting out there and and seeing all these celebrities. I I what was like starstruck seeing a lot of major people and for them to tell me, Hey, is your name Megan man from the Megan man's podcast? Like, yeah. Like, dude, I hear, I hear your podcast. It's hard. And there is even times where, you know, out of the blue Mario, it's, it's a little weird, you know, like, Hey, is your name Megan man? Like, yeah. Like, dude, I listen to your podcast. Can I take a picture of you? Can I have, can I have your autograph? It's just, it's, it's a little weird, but at the same time, I don't get big headed because you know why, because that could be taken away from you. And this is one of the reasons why I will always stay humble. No matter if I get big or not, I will always be myself. Yeah. I don't, there's any doubt. I don't think anybody who really knows you, um, you know, whatever doubt that. And that's what I'm saying. Like Mega Man podcast, you know, I, I've been on it quite a few times. I yes. listened to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just the platform that, that you give the opportunity for people. Um, you do love far deep and wide, you know? And so even having me on, I know it's probably different than yeah. maybe some of the people that you normally have on, but yeah, man, you still welcome me into the Mega Man community. And, and I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to, to be a part of it. I know you hit a big number, haven't you just recently? I just reached over uh, 500,000 views and downloads. And, uh, you know, right now, Doing this episode, this is episode 219, but I'm actually at 436 <laughs> episodes. But altogether, if you conclude the Mega Man's podcast, the Mega Man After Dark, and guest appearances, if you put all the episodes combined, I'm at 819 or 818, 818 episodes in. Wow. You know, my ultimate goal is to get to a thousand episodes and stuff. You know, that's yeah. like, that's like in baseball, like, yo, hey, you're welcome to the 3000 hit club. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. dude. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, you know, and that's the thing is you encourage a lot of people and you put mm-hmm. in work. And, and yeah. for me, it, it's encouraging just to see what you do, you know, and uh, that's why. Uh, when you asked me to come on or I asked you to come on, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm available, man. Like I've seen you put in work for yeah. a very long time. Three years, three yeah. years, Mario. September 28th was three years. And I always tell this, I was going to quit the podcast at, uh, at 20 episodes. I remember you telling me, I remember you said, and then it hasn't been easy. Like somebody broke into your car, stole all your equipment. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, 
those times are hard. And, you know, I've been through the ugly times, the good times and the bad times. But would I change anything? No, because I want to gather up all that wisdom and knowledge and it's just going to make me a better person. But I mean, you know, a lot of people don't know podcast saved my life, Mario. I'd rather be doing podcasts right now, interviewing and talking to you, cousin, than me going out there acting like a acting like a fool. <laughs> yeah, I I hear you, man. And I and I believe you. I believe you. I, I totally believe you. And that's the cool thing, man, is just uh, I'm excited to be to be on here. And I know I know both of us, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's cool to to see what you're doing and, and the people that you connect with. And, and man, it's, it's definitely, it challenges me. It provokes me for good, provokes yeah. me to get out there and, and get yeah. some, some new episodes going and putting in the work. And so I, I have been collecting, uh, I am, I have been, I, I actually got some new gear. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went in, I saw your, your blue X Yeti. Yeah. And I went and bought one today. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's things that I didn't tell you what I'm doing when I'm because these episodes, I'm taking three months off because I, you know, I have all the content to push out. Yeah. So getting ready for the the YouTube next year because um, I, I want to get that ready, then get the Patreon, um, getting the Roadcaster and, and the Zoom equipment and everything to do interviews for people who live out of the state or out of the country to try to do whatever we can because we're gonna go through another shutdown. So it's going to be more harder if, you know, because people are going to be locked in and, ha- and they're going to have nothing else to do. Let's, hey, let's, let's do a podcast. Let's do this to make each other relevant because yeah. I, I want to see everyone win. No matter if they're big guests, small guests, podcasters starting, I just want them to win. I just want them to give them that push. Be like, yo, yeah. like when you started the podcast, I wanted to give you that push, you know, like. I hear your podcast. I like it. You know, I miss it. I can't wait for it to come back. And if anything that that is anything that you're doing wrong, you know, you're not hesitant to tell me, hey, Mega Man, here my episode. What am I doing? And, you know, I'd rather be honest with you than than say like, OK, you're, everything's good. No, I have to let you know, because <laughs> yeah. when I was when I started the podcast, Mario, I, no one wanted to help me. No one yeah. did it. Even there was even major people I can't mention. They they saw me as a threat because I was gonna take their listeners and their and stuff like that. And at the same time, Mario, there's no po- there's no podcast dummy book, you know, to let you yeah. know how to start a podcast and everything. So when you have major uh, podcasters who give me advice, like Aaron Bender, Big Brother Jake, Tony A, Felipe, like a lot of stuff. There's things that I need to work on. I'm learning something new every day. And the thing that I'm lacking on, uh, Mario, is the the technical stuff, you know, uh, yeah. you know, the equipment behind the scenes, the YouTube, because I'm a one man show. Yeah. I don't have an engineer. Yeah. So I got to do everything myself. Yeah. I know. Same, same here, man. And, and that's why it's like, and not, you know, I hate video. I hate pictures. I, I've just always been like that. I'd never been in like one yearbook. Yeah. I didn't even take senior pictures. Like, oh, dude, damn. Like, damn. You know, so it, I, I was telling Devin cause I, the, um, I, I was, I preached at church a couple of months ago and he put, he took a snapshot, put it on, on um, social media. I was like, bro, take that down. That look, man, I can't stand that. And then he's like, what? That's what you do. And I'm like, yeah, well, I want to be like the ghost face killer of like podcasting, you know, like I, I want to be Casper, dude. I, I don't want to be seen. I want, 
heard because I think I got a good, you know, a good message of the gospel, the good news of, yeah. of Jesus. And, but man, I struggle with the camera, man. And, and that's what, and you know, and, and at the same time, I did too. I was just a shy kid. I stuttered. And, and that's one of the reasons why, like, how am I going to be comfortable on the camera? I know. Let me start the Make Him After Dark where I do live interviews on my IG. So there's going to be maybe 30, 40, or 50 people watching me. And that's going to take the jitterness out. So it prepare it mentally and prepares me when I do major podcasts that's going to be live on YouTube. Yeah. I, I'm already good to go. And that's the thing where if you want your podcast to get out there, you have to start doing YouTubes to, you know, because right now there's 4.6, 4.5 million uh, podcasts. But the thing is, when I started the podcast three years ago, I did it at the right time. Now you see that the podcast, everyone's doing podcasts at the same time they're quitting. It's getting saturated. So that means your podcast has to really stand out and you got to get that push. Like if it's from me or from anyone else or, you know, like Devin, cause I know he has his, his YouTube channel. I mean, like you got to get that push to get your name out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. And, and I appreciate off air, believe me, I'll ask you like, yes, just like you did with podcasting, like, yeah. you know, like Instagram videos. And I'm like, uh, you, any, when I hear video, I'm just like, uh, yeah. but, um, you know, but I, I know, I know I gotta, I know I gotta get out there, you know, I know yeah. I gotta put it out there and, and I know people are, they, they want to hear what's going on. I, and I'm excited. Hopefully when I come back, we could do one. So I yeah. can update you on what's going on in, in the, the countries that I'm visiting and what's happening. And, you know, I just, I just want to shine love, man. I want to <laughs> shine the light of Christ. So, yeah. yeah. I, and I can't wait when you do come back and, you know, we'll do a podcast, me, you, Devin, Brandon, it will make it as a family affair, and uh, we'll talk about the good old days, you know, like, like I said, Jose, you stole me my master PCD. I don't know if you want to give me a Vedmo <laughs> gift card or whatever, You're but right. it's all good. I take right. Vedmo. Vedmo, I mean, the master PCD costs, what, $25? I had over 30 hits? Uh, yeah, I think I can get my $25 my Vedmo now, homie. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, man. Yeah, Jose's good people, but yeah, we'll do something, man, and a hey, uh, I, I'm just stoked to be part of Mega Man, man. I always got your back. Let me, let yeah. me know if you need anything. I'm here for you. And I yeah, I'm, vice versa. And I'm, I'm going to do my best to to bring the best guest Mega Man has to offer at the same time. Uh, I'm going to, you know, show love and still tell that story to I can't do it no more with your brother, Stephen Gomez. Yeah, no problem, man. I appreciate you. I'm, I'm to let you know before we uh we're almost at that time um yeah i i dm'd your mom because um i know my mom has i don't she has that she has a box and there was a picture because i know there was a time you posted a picture of your brother's birthday and there was a picture that me and my mom took of me and steven were when they had backyard when we're living in those uh, four houses yeah. And I want that picture. And I DM'd your mom, uh, Susie. It's like, hey, is there any pictures that you have of me and Steven or anything that you can send me? And then I can post that from memories because is this, you know, Steven's a part of part of part of my life, you know? Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. So hit her up, dude. I know she always has love for you, man. So hit her <laughs> up. I, I know she she'd she'd love to hear from you, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. just the last the last time I seen them uh is is you know, um 
when everyone got together when your dad passed away you know it's oh, okay. just uh it was really hard and i saw a lot of, i haven't seen a lot of those faces in years and and they were yeah. like stevie stevie is that you and well i'm yeah. not the, i i'm not curious george anymore yeah man i miss man. those times i miss those times but other than that i mean pretty much that's about it um i just want to say mario thank you for thank you for coming on the mega mass podcast uh do you have any shout outs or any uh stuff that you want to say before we end it yeah, definitely. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Mega Man Podcast. Thank you for giving so many people a different platform and mm-hmm. for people to just listen to you, giving people opportunity and championing them. Next one is uh, I definitely got to give a shout out to both of the local churches that that I uh, go to, the Good Life in Modesto, and then also a place of mercy. These two churches, man, they're putting work out. They love far, deep, and wide. You know, come check it out. If you're in Modesto, you can come to a Saturday night at five o'clock or Sunday at one thirty. So those, and then also definitely shout out to my new grandson Ezekiel. So he was he was he was born right before the show, man. So, Heck yeah, yeah. So he's gonna be a little Mega Man, but uh, to them, and then also just man, just the kids uh, and 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 woman that 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 need uh that need love and so you know of course i want to give a shout out to to christ and uh man without him i'd be nothing so i appreciate it yeah thank you so much thank you so much and uh when and, oh uh, wait one more last but not least go dodgers ah no no <laughs> no i mean hey look if it us hey you know, you guys are gonna win the World Series, but if because you know, either way, as long as you, as long as not thirty years of a drought, you got your you got your World Series ring last year. It's good. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, you know how long I had to wait for that? I know that's hard, man. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. And uh, um, a lot of people want to know when were you gonna put your first episode of the season for Rugged Thirty Three. Uh, first episode for for uh, I, I'm thinking of doing it when when I come back, so it's going to be early November. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because yeah, this, this episode is going to be out in November anyway. Yeah, so it'll be early November, probably like the second or third, probably second week of November, because I come back November six from Asia, so I, I'm going to be all hyped, ready to go, ready for some new content, mm-hmm. and just putting just putting it out there. I just need to put it out. I'm, I have more than enough content is just, so, sometimes I feel like it has to be perfect, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm a perfectionist. You know, I, I, I want the episode to be really good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, best of luck to you. Best of luck to yeah. uh, your trip to over there in Asia. Best of luck to the Rugged 33 podcast. Uh, everyone. Uh, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the Mega Man's podcast, but also check out Rugged 33's podcast. Check out the episode. If you like it, give us some stars, show us some yeah. love. It's a Mega Man approval. Uh, shout outs to my lady Cynthia, because if I don't give her a shout out, she'll kill me. Uh, Gavin, Alex, Emiliano, uh, Luna, Daddy loves you. I'm going to see you soon. And your, your new grandson, Ezekiel, the, the Gomez family, everyone. Uh, Steven Gomez up there. Um, we're watching. Hope you're watching us, man. We're we're gonna we're gonna keep the name. We're gonna keep the faith. And I hope you're hope you're looking down on us. You know, being proud. And uh, other than that, that's about it, guys. And once again, Mario, thank you for coming on the Mega Mass podcast. Thank you.
Thanks, Stevie. God bless right. you guys, man. Peace All out. right. Later, everyone. Hey. Deuces. <laughs>